Don't fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. Fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. I'm a real hustler, so don't knock it. That law. It's all about the real been the profit. That law. Can't be in the club without no bottle. That law. We gon' ball the day. when you like that <laughs> you, I was not expecting us to go that often today <laughs> how y'all doing oh my god, oh my god. where y'all where y'all at where y'all been at <laughs> um I'm gonna need y'all to like talk to us more like it's a few of you guys who definitely interact and I love you guys mm-hmm. but like what are you guys thinking like we need to know exactly we will make sure to remind you guys of our email we would love to hear from you guys and whatever you may want us to talk about too yeah the floor is open so how are you, my love? I've um, you know, I've been doing good. We're gonna start off on a good a good note today. <laughs> I've been doing good. Um, I just recently put in my two weeks for my job. So ah, cute, cute applause for you. It's like you're leaving that job to get to like a better, a better next step. You know that that you I'm, thought though this job would be, but like it was you know, preparing you for this one. It was, and it was like, and now that you said that, it was like kind of hard to leave because mm-hmm. I was like, damn, they gave me opportunity, like. And then the day that I was turning in my two weeks, it was telling me, like, oh, we're short-staffed. So I was already starting to feel that guilt and be yeah, like, like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm actually leaving. But I left, and I feel so, like, this weight is off my chest, y'all, and I'm ready to just move on. Yeah. Let's get it, 2021. I'm excited for this next chapter for you. It's going to be so, like, refreshing being mm-hmm. in that new space and new people. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. How about you, girl? How you been? <laughs> Ooh, tea time yeah. I've been good. I'm gonna save my tea for later, but mm. I'm, a, I'm alive. You know, I, mm. I feel blessed. Um, but it's I definitely sh- have a quiver. lot on my chest, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna figure out why that was such a pun. <laughs> a great fucking pun. Um, I'm trying to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> and so. So yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you guys later, but for right now I'm really good. I'm feeling pretty pretty alive. Pretty alive. Yeah. I'm here for that. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad you're breathing. <laughs> so I guess it's time for What's, What's on the move board? board? Oh. I feel like I could have came a little, just a little stronger. I was a little <laughs> hesitant with that one. Yeah, me too. I was like thinking about it <laughs> too much. So what's on your move board? You going first today? So like my move board. <laughs> um, so really like I, this may sound so lame, but it's actually so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's on my mood board is really just this show I was watching on Netflix. Um, I don't know if y'all probably scrolled past it. Mm-hmm. It's called Blown Away, <laughs> and um, it's like this glass blowing competition. And I'm like, a, I love like creative competitions, and especially when the mediums are like something that I just have no connection to like oh my god you guys are painting on bodies like you guys are blowing glass like that's so cool to me so i watched it thinking like wow this is gonna be so cool and interesting and new and i actually got like really into it and it's just it was just really inspiring to like see how 
how this like medium that I've literally never I it's like you see you see you see like blown glass pieces and like you see them in like galleries and stuff but like to see it being made like I, I never never knew that process so it was really cool seeing that like we're capable of like making these things <laughs> and like and then it looks so like physically kind of like one of those things that like you probably leave the shop drained drained from Hello. that like you're in front of this fire for hours you're blowing you're twisting you're it's like physically like a lot and they were making this joke about how um like they're like the dirtiest like artists like if you put everybody like all the artists <laughs> in like, like a room like they're the grungy ones mm. they're the ones with like dust on their on their face <laughs> and like red faces fire. and they're sweaty and nasty and sticky like they stink because they smell literally like a hot they, studio they're literally in a hot ass studio sweating like so they they smell like that dust and the fire and the, the product that they're working with so it really just had me like wow like this is so cool and that just made me realize like it's also not that like what's the word um acknowledged acknowledged or like an easy medium to work with like just like you can't just pick that up at your house like mm -hmm. you have to go somewhere to really like learn and like use the space because it's not something you can just kind of you can't just build like a fire pit in your <laughs> in your house so i just find it cool that people even like have communities because i've never met a glass floor have you um well interesting enough when i went to italy around 2017 one of the places we visited is verona so it's near venice mm -hmm. and actually one of these in excursions excuse me was actually visiting a glass blowing studio wow. and i remember it being and that's why we um funny enough when you were telling me about the show earlier i was like man you have to really have a space to do that because when yeah. they took us to the studio it was like we had to take a ferry there mm -hmm. it was like ducked off <laughs> it was like it's on a little island almost yeah. and the studio is huge which makes sense you know you're working with fire and i just remember always almost feel like a performance almost mm -hmm. feel like a performance art like because they just have to like it's so it's physical and during. So it was really interesting kind of seeing like, wow, this is a medium that I agree with you um, that I just feel like it's not recognized as much. Like I wasn't, yeah. I didn't pay attention to it. So at I think all. it's really cool that Netflix dedicated a show, even yeah, though competition. Oh. I'm not going to lie, when I saw it on Netflix, I was like, who, who's watching this? <laughs> <laughs> me. They literally make those things for people like me. Like. Um, but it's really cool. You honestly kind of inspired, as you were talking about, I was like, man, maybe I'll check it out. Because I just finished um, Black Earth Rising and I was like, man, I just feel so... I want to watch. Yeah, it's <laughs> heavy. I want to see a little lighter. <laughs> so yeah, that that's really been like something that was really inspiring to me. Just feeling like wow, like because I I'm a I'm a lover of like ceramics, mm -hmm. and it kind of reminded me of like how like in love of ceramics I was. It kind of reminds me of that same medium, just like how they shape that like material, and mm -hmm. then they put it in the fire, become something else. Mm -hmm. So like it kind of reminded me of that. It's like a, like the cousins of ceramics, but not the same that. at all <laughs> and i just thought that was really cool and it had me like i'm definitely looking for a little group huh? i'm gonna try it <laughs> do my little glass on it you know put me a little glass on etsy <laughs> start me a little etsy stove it's <laughs> like oh y'all still doing resin no y'all still doing resin ketchup we're blowing glass we're blowing glass baby <laughs> it's so cool because i think when i was there i realized a lot of it's like tradition, and a lot of families are like it's tr like they're passing it down. And from that one to the is other and what really cool. it seems like. It's really cool. Like, so, like, like they're someone learning. that you know passed it down it's to you. Ancestral. I'm really like, how the hell did these people get into this shit? 
Like, really? It's passed down. I, I didn't have a class. I didn't ever read it. Like, <laughs> how did you know about this? Like, it don't who feel got like you into glass blowing? Exactly. And it, it don't feel like everyone just kind of woke up and said, what on YouTube? I'm going to be a glass what blower. <laughs> it just feels more complex than that. Some, something very, like, anyone who's in it, they just kind of was led into it. And I think that's really cool. Because I'm like, why I ain't been led into and it? And the jewelry so sustainable. Like, I've had this um, glass blowing charm necklace for almost three years now i've dropped yeah. it it's gone through a lot i love that and, that that's glass and it almost feels like you you know you contain your own little spirituality and it feels mm-hmm. like it keeps me safe i like, love that and you always say that like you have your connection to your your necklace i feel like knowing that that's a glass blown necklace now it's like just adds to like the pizzazz of it the pizzazz it's kind of like a luxury piece it low-key feels like it like handmade oh y'all still getting cubans <laughs> Jewelry is glass blown. And then you got it in Italy, so that already mm-hmm. makes it extra, like, special. That's so cool. So what's on your mood board? So on my mood board today, um, I'm going to start with the photographers first, and mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to the shows. I've been really paying attention to this photographer named Tyler Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got introduced to him because I was, well, not introduced to him physically, but I was just on Instagram having a little Instagram rage. And I was stalking Cardinal Labs, which is, like, a new lab in Alapata, mm-hmm. Florida, and they were kind of promoting him. And I was like, who is mm. this? And he, like, in a very, how do I say this? Like, in a very odd way, but not odd. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Gordon Park's work. Mm-hmm. Um, because he does a lot of street photography, but it's also very documentary of, like, yeah. areas of Liberty City and Overtown and those different communities. Man, and it's just, Overtown is, like... Oh, it's rich. Rich. It's rich. And he's just able... I think what's so beautiful about his photographs is the familiarity, the comfortability is so present. And mm-hmm. the, the portraits are just so striking. They're so confrontational. And I love them. And they're so Miami. They're so South Florida that I completely love him. He also he goes by uh, 35th, if you guys are ever interested in checking him out. He's, he's just amazing. I really love his work. And I reached out to him to let him know that, too, because I was just like, man, I love this. And I love... There's just something really familiar and comforting seeing documentary photography in an area that you are close to and yeah. an area that you live in so it just he's also just allowing these people to have their own voice and yeah. showcase these people that live here and matter so i think he's definitely someone on my mood board and i gotta give a you know a, always gotta give a good shout out to my girl diana lawson she's on my mood board ooh, again ooh, ooh, i love diana no, I, love her. I love her like I love her. Thank you for doing what you do. (laughs) Like, she has created Uh, images that will uh, inspire, like, so many people. They literally shake in my bones. And I've actually, I'm bringing her up because I've seen her work recently in person. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time seeing it in person. I was like, ugh. You, like, give me your autograph. Um, Oh, really? (laughs) And she actually was the first photographer to win the Hugo Boss Prize in 2020 Mm. with Guggenheim. And her being a black woman, a black woman photographer, is like, uh, thank you. Like, these milestones. Like, thank you for showing us that it's possible. No, really. (laughs) (laughs) And her photographs are just so... They're just so lovely. You said something that it's like Renell's like the cousin. Or yeah, like, the like 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 you could tell Renell is like inspired by Deanna. Like it's mm-hmm. they do share that. They share the same. I don't even know how to put my finger on it, but like you said, like the same space, like mm-hmm. their attention to like the set and like yeah. capturing the whole space and like the emotion in the space. And even I love how Deanna like she captures nudity in such a way of like it's. It's like it's like subtle, natural. And it's like natural. It's, it doesn't feel like sexualized. At it's just all. like 
your auntie at the house that she just saw she, and, that's, and that's the beauty because she's not sexualizing her subject yeah. it's so raw it's and so I think raw. and what's beautiful is that Deanna Lawson shoots on a large format camera mm-hmm. so that's why it's like the space it's almost, the space just looks it feels so huge in the images that you almost feel like you're in you're a in picture it. like yeah. you're in this like it's scene. a deep room it's a deep room and I just love that about her work and she makes me be like man I don't want to try a large format camera I know um, literally but she's just amazing and then just even her shooting on cameras like that just makes her even such a boss so you deserve that Hugo Boss Brad girl <laughs> <laughs> So that's because no, think about how long she's been shooting. She's yeah. in her 30s now. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, she oh, yeah, she was born in 1979. Yeah, yeah. so it's like think about how long it's New been York got legends, her. man. New York got yeah. the legends for real. I just want to meet all of you guys. I know. Um, can't wait till I reach my 10 year mark and I'm like, all right, give me my accolade. Oh, <laughs> give me my accolade. <laughs> I've been working, I've been working. <laughs> and I guess to wrap up my mood board because we, you know, we did have to have a little Netflix shout out right yeah. here. I've been watching Night Stalker. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm not not that big on your mood board. <laughs> it's not on my mood board, but I, I only put it on my mood board because the cinematography is freaking amazing. Okay? Yeah. Like, even I just the way it. they've, like, replayed or remade, excuse me, these scenes. Yeah. Um, and even just the crime pictures were so, like, gruesome. gruesome. Oh, <laughs> I was my- like, I did not need to see that grandma on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I think the, the crime scene photos is what got me. Like, they showed the raw ass, and like, you know people dead that on made the me think of It just made me think of how being a forensic or a crime photographer mm-hmm. must be so gruel. So like, crazy. I oh thought the same my thing. God. I said, oh, my God. I can't. Like, I've never thought of being, like, a crime scene photographer. And that job that's is crazy. crazy. Like, you have to have your first a strong scene. stomach. You have to have a strong stomach. And you're, you're, you, not only are you taking the pictures, but you're having to go back and, like, analyze them and like give them like that is just it's a dark dark it's a dark and like you're fresh you're fresh on the scene like you said like you're smelling the blood you're you're seeing everything like i just couldn't stop thinking about that that shit is crazy as i was looking at the photos but i just think the direction of the the show the narration and how they travel and how they like address each part by victim Mm -hmm. i think it just makes it such a lovely series but it's not like when i say it's not my mood board i'm not inspired at all i am scared i'm more of a time moment <laughs> morbid <laughs> tea i am i just love the the cinematography of it's really great it's just really scary and i have to take breaks as i watch it because yeah i can say if you wow. like if you like serial killer things um I, the night stalker is definitely worth the watch on netflix because yeah. it, it's not like your normal like documentary where it goes through it like mm-hmm. you actually hear from the victims that survived and their just, families yeah it puts you in like a different headspace when listening to everything because it's like wow like he was really affecting like all these so people. many people Such, he really had all of california the scared only like oh my clue God. they had was these damn shoes, shoes. these damn avia shoes sorry spoiler alert <laughs> but that's just the one sh- like that's the only clue they had and then you know what makes it crazy all right this is spoiler alert too so close your ears that that was the only shoe sent to california yeah and it was the on one, of one. one of one one of one Oh my god! I ain't never heard about them shoes ever, ever again. again. <laughs> <laughs> it was when they caught him and the whole Cali was outside, like yes. yes! <laughs> I even get they had like a rally. They were like, "Thank you." Hugging each no, other, imagine like imagine the fear. The imagine the fear. Oh my god, that's. Just... I almost remember hearing about it alone, like in. I remember, like elementary, middle school. I just feel like I heard that story about that man doing mm. that, but it just wasn't in our area, so like we didn't know. But it was like one of those like. Those little stories you hear. And you're like, that's scary. You're like, that's scary. <laughs> and like when they were telling telling the stories about things he did, I was like, oh my God, why does that sound familiar? Familiar. Because if you used to watch the ID channel, they would have these little these shows where they would go back into like the most crazy serial killers of all time. Yeah. And I remember watching one of them and they touched upon him. Yeah. And I was like, 
that's scary. And that's why that's why I kept getting him confused with the hillside strangler. Because I was like, wait, was he doing all that? Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't. He but wasn't. still. Oh, God. Yeah. So crazy. But so that's my. On a lighter note. <laughs> on a lighter note, y'all. <laughs> we moving on from that. <laughs> so, um, this week we're going to really be touching on love, celibacy, and casualties. So, this is kind of a lot to, like, bulk in now that I'm really thinking about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we can really talk about a lot when it comes to this. But mm-hmm. we're going to, like, touch on it because, you know, it's V-Day in the spirit of the love month. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just tell me how you want your gift. <laughs> Girl. Um, so, yeah, how do, you, how do you feel like it's been navigating this space of dating in a pandemic. In a pandemic. It is so... I'll just speak from my experience. It's been so odd. I... I've just missed it not being so... Like, I feel like even dating now, you have to think twice about it yeah. because of the pandemic. And now you're thinking so much about, like, is he even safe? Like, yeah. when we've already been thinking about that, but now I'm even thinking, like, did he wash his hands before he came oh, and picked me up? Yeah. Like, is he wearing his mask? And then, and then that's the thing. I think people are also... They've been so alone for so long that, like, no one's just been really eager to reach out to people now they're so into their solitude and so have i mm-hmm. so i just feel like dating's been weird but i miss it i miss like going places and meeting someone and we just click and then we hang out the next day and then yeah we just... and i think that's what it is that makes it weird we're we're no longer in those social spaces mm-hmm. where we're like just naturally meeting people anymore we're kind of yeah. like forced to ig it up and then nobody and that's the thing is like nobody really knows how to act in social space anymore yeah. there's this like common or like huge wave of like awkwardness that we all feel mm-hmm. and like because we've all been with our own space for a while so for it's like how do i actually how do I interact how do it's i flirt so with you weird i don't know i don't know <laughs> and i feel like it's, it was weird for me because i didn't really do a lot of dating or really thinking about anything but mm-hmm. like i did meet my lover now mm-hmm. in the Aww. pandemic so it was like weird because i remember that first time we hung out it was like post me having covid <laughs> Like, oh jeez, no, I'll get her mask. No, oh, you no. was fresh out of the tussock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby, be this. <laughs> you know that. But no, I was like real fresh out of COVID. So, and then I was like, I was hella asymptomatic. So it just felt scary, even just hang. It felt like I was just like this dirty, like no. just I can't hang out with anybody. I don't deserve anything. But um. But yeah, no. it was just weird. It was a, definitely a weird thing navigating it at first because it just felt weird hanging out with someone new that wasn't mm-hmm. you guys yeah. after so many months of just like us just having our alone time. But um, yeah, it was also kind of nice because being in the pandemic, there's not really much to do. Yeah, so like so, a loneliness that we're all enduring Yeah, right we now. kind of just found things to do, had a lot of picnics and just made things like so, fun. Just being present. Yeah, it really <laughs> just forced to be present in the moment at all times. Like, And then we did try to go to an event or we tried to go to this drive-in concert and it was like one of our first few like first dates. So Aww. it was real fresh and like we wanted to go have fun. We got there and it was like, it's canceled. The city oh. shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic and, and we were like damn it sorry ma'am you gotta turn your car around it's like so it was so annoying but it was such like a moment of like damn like niggas can't even just watch a little a little music oh like, man i didn't even think about it how that also affects couples that just want to enjoy trying new places and experiencing you, you it's like everything is so limited like mm-hmm. you have to now make date night spontaneous Something. yeah like, DIY you have to really fuck think, up. think it through and, and then they yeah. opened restaurants back up, so that kind of, you know, made that easier in just terms of just eating out and stuff. But I don't know. It was just really weird in the beginning. I can say now it's still kind of weird because I'm almost like he asked me to go out like on 
to some like event and I was like, why? <laughs> for, for what? For what? And he was like, I don't know. I just thought like something we would enjoy. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't gonna enjoy that. Who out there? Who you need to see? <laughs> yeah, we don't got right over we here. We don't got. We can go. We can go to the beach on our set by ourselves. <laughs> no, you it really want to keep this man all together. It was, <laughs> I'm a Leo, you guys. I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> but I just really like. I. It's like even when he asked me, I I, I had to catch myself because I'm laughing because I'm like, if if it was pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. I probably would have definitely been like, okay, we out. Yeah. But something about just like. The scene now, it's like, why would I go there? Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? What are we, we gotta think do twice there? now? Like, is that even our crowd? That sounds like something me and my homegirl should go to, not really me and my <laughs> man. Like, it didn't, it didn't sound like a, a us thing. So I was just really like, that's so weird. But, but yeah, it's just it's been something you definitely have to navigate through, and mm-hmm. I think people have been tendering it up, but we definitely just, we haven't been on that wave, so I guess we don't know. I'm not gonna lie. The other night, mm-hmm. because I was talking about it with my homegirl, and it's just really been such a success for the like a lot of my peers around me. Like even this um girl I used to work with, like mm-hmm. she met her man, like her damn near her husband, like mm-hmm. just and like and then they get to travel so much together. It's literally just a beautiful companionship, yeah. and then off Tinder, so it is possible. What I just. Was that? I just already have this weird relationship with, like, talking through the phone and mm-hmm. communicating through the phone, even though it's kind of what's been our main basis of communication a lot of times. It's still, like, I'm just real physical, and yeah, the idea story. of swiping right, and then that's, like, the beginning of our love story just doesn't feel right. <laughs> but then you have to also think, though, what's the difference between, like, that and Instagram? Like, there's, like, a thin line yeah. of, like... It's a thin... It's it's the, the, t- the thing about Tinder is, like, kind of already has your mind and, like, like casual fuck like yeah you're does. swiping right just to see but that's you instagram fuck. too that's instagram but that too. is instagram too and that's how a lot of people use it and we yeah. don't think about that but like because that's not our intention on that app but yeah. like a lot of times when men are sliding in our dms and all that like they're having weird ass um intentions the same way them niggas on tinder, yeah. <laughs> tinder oh, do definitely we just don't see it the same because instagram isn't geared for like sexual connection but Instagram has definitely turned into Instagram its own is a dating app. Of, Instagram is a dating app. I feel like Twitter is more of a dating app than Instagram. You, I just feel like Twitter is a trolling, <laughs> is a trolling sexual app. It is. Like I can't take nobody serious on Twitter. I guess I rather meet my lover on t- Twitter than Instagram because I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, what is you tweeting what about? What the hell are you talking about? What the hell you think is funny? Because I've definitely had a casualty before where I somehow came across his Twitter and he was talking crazy. Crazy. And you, about Instagram me. will have you. Like, I'll never forget. I'll literally never forget. It was like, I want to say it was somewhere, like my, somewhere in my neighborhood, uh-huh. my neighborhood at the time. And I go on his Twitter and see him. Girls be really trying to trying to cop their way into some dick. Hit me up, though. Uh-uh. I... Um, but yeah, he really, <laughs> he damn near even said it's my name. Like, you, you could have just said my you name. You could have just said point. my name at that point. And I was like, damn. He's a subtweeter. <laughs> <laughs> He's a subtweeting ass nigga. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. I'm glad I. That was yeah. a little, you know, just Dodge a little relapse. Yeah, yeah. that was that bullet. Dang. Just one little neighborhood fun. <laughs> it beat a Twitter. It beat a Twitter that really. And then Twitter, you get to see who their friends are. I, I just like Twitter because you really get to know, like, their language. Their language mm-hmm. and, like, how they talk. Like, the things they just, like, genuinely find funny. Like, even my lover. Like, I remember when I first was like, on his Twitter, I remember thinking, like, I remember generally thinking he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then I noticed, like, everyone else thought he was funny. <laughs> he probably thought about like, that oh, about people you. like you. <laughs> like, people like you. They trust you. <laughs> you know, you're not some, like, weirdo on Twitter. Not them, like, haha, they laughing, too. Okay, he's funny. <laughs> he's funny. They like you. Okay. 
Me and too. it was like girls that I like my mutuals too. So it was like, okay, they fuck with you. Okay, I like that. I like, I like that. that. You probably thought you were funny too, because your tweets be <laughs> your tweets are funny. You think I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but um I can say like before I met him though, I was definitely in my celibate. Yeah. Very celibate so disciplined. Mode. Yeah. It it was funny because actually Corona is what made me celibate. Well, I'm always very like on and off. I was like, are we sure? Yeah, I'm always very like on and off. I'm 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 a very like I'll have my fun and then be very abstinent for a few months. Yeah. But um, it's like a recharge. It's like yeah, I have to like I'm, I'm I just can't like have consistent sex. Like I don't know what it is, but um, it was like I had like a casual partner, and then when Corona hit, it was just like. Okay, well, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it was like my body just went near. So I was in this mode of just like not getting no play, not really mm. wanting play. Something about saying not getting no play is always funny for some reason. Yeah, and it's like even when I met him, I was still kind of like, uh, uh-uh. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it was like we took a while to even get into that mode of like intimacy, but it was like definitely appreciated later because you know that's always it's always nice to take your time. But mm-hmm. celibacy, I can say like. If you haven't, I'm sure everyone has, but you don't even have to call it celibacy because celibacy has like a, a religious overtone to it. Which People I don't think understand. that you're waiting till marriage. And if you do look it up on Google, you will see that celibacy is like a religious, you're waiting till marriage. It's governed by God. Like it's not something that, it's not just like a physical thing for you, it's a spiritual thing, which is also always true because it all, all usually is a spiritual thing. You know, once you stop, you kind of do um have your own spiritual like moment with it within yourself but um i guess i could call it abstinence more than anything Mm -hmm. i think everyone should just have a moment of just cleanse even if you're in a relationship like just take like two weeks a a month if y'all can and just (sighs) yeah because even if you don't see even if you don't see sex as spiritual and it's just completely a physical act to you which is okay it's still exerting energy onto and mm-hmm. out of you. Yeah. And no I matter think, what. Yeah, I think it's still nice. And I think it just allows your mind to really travel and transform a lot when you're not engaging in it. Like, I, can, I can't I can say I've been... I've wanted to try being celibate for at least a year or more. I think the longest I've went is nine months. Mm-hmm. But I can say I was so... I felt just way more focused, and I don't yeah. know how to explain that. But Something about that sexual energy being just it's, like... It can be distracting. It really yeah. can. It's like drugs, in a way. It's yeah. like you, you do it, and then you're like, I Even want masturbating. more. masturbating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's God. the same kind of drug. Like, <laughs> I don't know how people... I don't know how people sometimes are, like, abstinent and then not masturbating either. Like, I mm. think that that is, like... Brain power. Brain power. You got it. <laughs> like, because wow. honestly, no, no. I can't. I can't. If I'm abstinent, I'm definitely abstinent to other people. Myself, this is free. This we is free. We are game. safe and... Go off, sis. We are actually <laughs> manifesting things during our... Masturbation. Sex, it's so. literally manifesting <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. Manifesting... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Manifest- Manifestation, masturbation. Manifestation, masturbation. I love that. That's what I've been thinking about it. <laughs> the double M. It really is, though. <laughs> it really Just is. All that sex I, and that's the thing is, I love that both you and I are like in these two, when it comes to our love lives, we're in these two different places. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm in a very casualty mm-hmm. lifestyle right now, which is working for me because even I was actually talking about this with my therapist today mm-hmm. that. I like t- I was talking to her and I was like, man, it's interesting though because when I talk to my friends about their relationships, like I do start to feel this yearn and this crave for like a partner and yeah. thinking that that's that just maybe what I want to endure right now and I want to feel that complete affection mm-hmm. and just knowing there's somebody there when I need them to be. But she was also like, she was kind of clocking me and she was like, 
But do you have the time to invest in that? Are yeah. you willing to Are sacrifice you be time for that? that for them too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what she said. Yeah. And she was like, if you kind of have to recognize with that, it's it's still a sacrifice in a way that you may be more willing to give or not. It but is. Are you willing? Yeah. And, and love is like one of those like beautiful sacrifices because you're yeah. sacrificing a lot, but like it's so worth it. But like it's just like the making sure it's worth it. Yeah, making that. sure it's worth it. And I don't want to project onto anybody that's just trying to love me, but I'm just still trying to figure so much out for myself and yeah. where I want my career to go. Right. And I don't. I have to just recognize not seeing that as a problem. It just came for me. But it's just also been so long since I've felt like I've been in a real serious relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think at the same time, I'm recognizing that I'm okay with that and I'm only basing it being wrong off society standards. Yeah. <laughs> when and maybe you just haven't met the person that you feel like you can have that that still be in that that space of love mm-hmm. but not be so like here's um, all of me <laughs> yeah like you don't have to give so much of yourself away like it i feel like if you met the once you meet that person that's on your same wavelength it wouldn't be like a sacrifice for you yeah it'll be so aligned that like it won't he's, feel like he's that. where you are right now he's helping you figure out what you're what you're doing with your career he's giving you ideas like that you yeah. never thought of like He's helping you in ways you never even imagined a man to help you. So it's like, it's it's okay to not be in that space right now. But just know, like, if he comes, like, he's not going to come with hopes that you've sacrificed parts of you and your yeah. career and yourself and your time I for hope. him, you know? Like, he's going to know that he has to work around it. Yeah, like, I, I even, like, you know, I've gone back into brain and I've just been like, you know, pray for my little partner to be there when I'm ready mm-hmm. okay because he's sure gonna be there and it's funny because then I have these <laughs> my therapist is so tired of me I've been having these little moments where I'm like look Melissa you just gotta get through that nobody's gonna love me like that okay <laughs> that's fine <laughs> and she's like I hate to remind you once again that you're 21 right um, <laughs> and you're the 21 <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, I am. I'm a baby. I am a baby. So she's like, it's also, you know, it's not common for you to meet your soulmate right now. There's so mm-hmm. much people you're meeting, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to have these different experiences. If yeah, that's he's probably what... not in Florida. You know what? Let's hope. And <laughs> not in Mississippi. Can't say. It's probably in New York waiting for you to get out there. I know. Wouldn't I be with these little Brooklyn or little whatever? Yeah. You better wait for me. <laughs> 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 but... You know, I can't say, though, to my, you know, my young people or not, you know, whatever age, if you're either just entering into the single life or mm. being casual or you've been doing this, just it don't allow other people to make you feel like what you're doing is not OK and you should feel wrong for or ashamed. Like if you want to just meet somebody, you want to have sex with them, you want to be casual with them, you can do that. You have full control of your be body. Safe. Be safe. That's, That's what I'm saying. Be responsible. Be safe. Get tested. <laughs> That's it. Get tested, make that nigga get tested, mm-hmm. everybody get tested. Everybody get tested. Because that that is the only way you can have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> Set your boundaries. I think that's the biggest thing about being casual that a lot of people don't recognize is that from the start... Set your boundaries. Don't be confused and don't... Which, honestly, it happens with humans. We always kind of... Communication can be weary, but... I think especially when it's being casual, even if it is with a man particularly, set those boundaries first because people will cross them if they don't know. They really would. And it's also just knowing what you want at the end of the day. Like, you can't really voice boundaries if you don't know what the fuck you want or what you're expecting out of this person or what you want out of any intimacy because... It's hard to about voice boundaries when you don't even know what the hell. Yeah, because there's so want, many so. people that I've talked to that are in casual relationships and they don't even, they don't even realize it. Or like for example, one person thinks they're in love and the other person's being casual. Like it's there's two it's different things too, happening. They don't even and that happens it. a lot. And I think that's what kind of like deters me. Like I've had my casual experiences, but mm. 
even in that situation, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but, um, <laughs> but I just like, it's, it's like somebody going to catch feelings. Yeah. Somebody feelings going to get hurt. I've, I've realized that like humans can't really be casual. Yeah, like, it's true. Like, we even, like to act like we're so like unbothered and we are not and we're not. Yeah. So like be prepared to catch feelings. And that's and even happened to, to me. That's definitely happened to me recently where mm-hmm. like that was something that I still had to overcome where I was like, I try to romanticize this person in ways that is not us Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i just know i'm like caught up in my i'm caught up in my feelings in my moment and that's okay but i even express that to him and it's not like i'm being rejected or shut down but there's a common understanding that we're not meant to be together in that way and i and i and just as i romanticize him just as our casualties they're just simply moments for me that i just get caught up into and then when they they're gone they're gone gone. (laughs) i don't sleep on it i don't yeah because you it's a human desire to want connection at the end of the day like you don't want to just feel like you're like Someone's just casually... At the end of the day, like, as, as, as much as you want it, it's, like, you're... Emo- at the end of the day, you're gonna, like, still romanticize because exactly, yeah. you still have your own human desires as a woman. You want to be taken care of. Like, mm-hmm. you want someone to show up for you. Like, when you're having a bad day. Like, when you're hungry, like, damn. Like, can <laughs> you someone go- get you some, some submarine shrimp? A little like, pomodoro pasta. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you deserve that. And I don't mm. think you should have to sacrifice, like, everything for it either. So I feel like when it comes, it'll be perfectly aligned because i feel like with my situation that's kind of how it it had like i was so oh, casual I'm... and then so like don't want to talk to nobody yeah. accident don't touch me don't look at me <laughs> don't even blink. and then it was like he showed up and i was like husband <laughs> <laughs> no really, really. like hmm? <laughs> who's that and it was like he was in the same space too he was like i wasn't looking for nobody i was very okay <laughs> like and it's funny because even when i realized like i kind of was like feeling him like he was kind of like he didn't really entertain me at first. Like uh-huh. it was real. Like we, like <laughs> we had Starting to ease. Friends, yeah, yeah, we had to ease into it. So it was like really funny because we both just weren't in that space. And that that to me just showed me like they really be popping up when you really <laughs> not. Something about that scares me, and I don't know why. Cause it's like, <laughs> damn, where are you about to catch me in life? Like, no, what if I meet him and it's like I'm moving to London and you're staying in New York? <laughs> but that's how it felt because I was at a point where I'm like I'm moving to New York. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, what are we going to do? Because <laughs> you're not leaving me right now. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, we're in a panini. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere, so don't so even think like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you coming. <laughs> Just relax. No, I know, I think, and I hope, I guess, the moment, because I try to believe the moment when I'll be, I guess we'll say, in love. I will be in a more secure place mm-hmm. with my art and my work. Because I think that's the other thing of what I mean by sacrifice is that and I know most artists can agree is that I'm in just such a place where I'm like in incubator mode yeah. and I'm just figuring a lot of things out and it's really in the progress and I'm I'm working through it. I'm not even ready to release nothing, nothing. right now. So the idea of also, and I hate to use the word, tending to somebody else in a way, which I know in yeah. your love you don't see it that way, but that's also what it's it is. It's a selfish. You want to be selfish. I want to be selfish. I want to have my moments where I'm just spazzing out because I'm not okay with how things are working out and not have to feel like that's affecting somebody else's mood. Yeah. Um, and not have to worry about that. So... That's definitely what I mean by sacrifice, but I definitely hope by the time it comes, I'll be at a point where... <laughs> and I understand that, and I, I feel like it's actually funny, because I feel like we were both at the same, like, like relationship space before, mm-hmm. like, I even met him. We were. And I feel like I felt that same way, but, like, with him here now, I 
it's like I have my tangents and I have my confusing side, but he's in the back like being my voice of reason. So Aww. it's like it's like I feel you. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to sacrifice, you don't want to tend to someone, but like sometimes you don't really have to. You they're can just, just voice there. that. Yeah, yeah, like sometimes you can just voice that. I don't really feel like tending to you right now, and they're just like okay, mm-hmm. and they just leave you alone. Like <laughs> look at these men got me traumatized. <laughs> I know, and I, I'm like that. That's the beauty because I I had to like rethink that too, like relearn that and like being with someone and being like open like I'm still learning now that I don't I'm not sometimes I get burnt out and I'm just not in the mood yeah I don't want to be touched I don't want to see you I don't want want to do anything leave me alone like I don't actually want to talk for this whole day and I don't want to feel bad about it and I feel like I I guess because of my I have to work on my communication Mm -hmm. to be able to like um have those moments without it affecting him in a way because I could say like I sometimes have my moments and then it affects him because I don't communicate but that's because I'm not communicating Mm -hmm. so it's like that's something I always I feel like I'm having to work through too so I just I just find it funny because I feel like I'm listening to myself (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like no it it does work out no you yeah you didn't love me it does it it is so funny because sometimes I kind of grieve like my single self Mm -hmm. because I've been single so long Mm -hmm. like I haven't really, like, no one's been at my house. Like, no one's been in, in my mama's face and in my bed. Like, that's, like, a, a new thing for me. Yeah, it's so, territory. So it's, like, I'm, I feel like I'm really working through it because I'm having to learn, like, I can share things. I can really be myself. I can, yeah, I can I can put you. I, you can be in my space and not bother me. Like, mm-hmm. I really love my solitude. And I, I, I think I realize I'm more being in a relationship, too, because it's, like, I like being alone. Even though I'm not technically in a relationship, but, like, whatever. Um, I and, like my solitude. Exactly. In the panini, <laughs> the pandemic stressed that, though. Like, it stressed to me how important my solitude is and how much I genuinely am in love with being alone sometimes but it that gets yummy. i get lonely <laughs> i didn't really get to know you take my time to show you don't tell anybody what we do i get lonely that was great we really <laughs> yo i'm gonna drop my demo off <laughs> no i love that <laughs> No, but, like low, like um, even Wednesday nights by um, party next door and Drake has really been my like lonely on Wednesday night. No, Wednesdays been feeling extra lonely, and it's a Wednesday. Exactly. Wednesdays began me. I feel like the way people are affected by Mondays is my Wednesday. My Wednesday. Yeah, it's my ha- it's my middle of the month. I mean, weeks. See, girls. Yeah, girl, so yeah. like my, the way people feel on Monday, I feel on Wednesdays. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like woof woof man, get through. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. <laughs> and then it's like my break day before my classes, so it'll be very like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> Back no, in that one little free day. That's not really free because I'm on call at work and got my internship and got podcast and got my... Li- <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> I think that brings us to tea time. That brings us to tea time. Tea time. I love that you go. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. We had to church it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, for tea time, I guess today our drink is going to be bagels. Is that motherfucking bagels? I knew you were going to say that. I'm drinking on that motherfucking bagels. I got my bagels. That's what you're drinking? I'll see you on your bagels today. Bagels. I'm on a yak. I'm on a yak. <laughs> what is yak? Cognac. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know that. But no, I wish it was cognac, but it's Grey Goose. It's white. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 
but <laughs> I'm drinking like water, liquor. y'all. But yeah, water, we're, we're watering it up mm-hmm. and we're greasing it up. And we're greasing it up. <laughs> um, so if y'all hear me sipping, that's what I'm sipping. I'm sipping on that motherfucker. Trying right. to get ready for my hookah. No. <laughs> I think you should start your tea time. Um, so my tea time, y'all, I had the week from hell. Um, mm. Saturday, it was so funny because like my brake pads went out. And you know, as a girl, we just be trying to do stuff at the light. We, we be waiting till our car is <laughs> damn near, damn near falling off the bone. <laughs> get it fixed and i went got it fixed and he was like all right well you need to go get your tires fixed and i said i'm gonna do that because the the brake pass is supposed to be like everybody's like you just you just gonna pay 40 dollars i said mm-hmm. okay end up paying 150 <laughs> oh people be lying when it comes to car I said, damn so i was like okay i'm gonna just handle the tires like when i get paid again in two weeks or whatever mm-hmm. i don't feel like spending no more money like being hella stingy <laughs> and girl so like literally funny enough i was at tijuana flats oh my god i had the best fucking taco like <laughs> taco it wasn't but i went this random day because i was running errands and i was so hungry mm-hmm. and this guy when i got out he was like you should get that tire checked out and i was like i, I know i said i know i was just looking at this morning it looks kind of crazy and it was kind of flat but he already told me like it's you, you just need a new tire so i was like okay so i already knew i needed a new one but <laughs> he told me that i was like okay so then I'm going to work and I work in Overtown and I, I live like 20-ish minutes away. So I'm on the express lane because I always take that shit now because I'm like, I ain't waiting. No, we get into work. We get into work. We no, ain't trying to, play with yeah. So I'm on the express lane. I just, I'm on the phone with Sasha, funny enough, mm-hmm. talking with her. And then I just started feeling like I was running over something. I said, what, what is this? <laughs> so my tires like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, no. I'm looking around like it's five o'clock because I very much work at six, so it's mm. like prime time. Like everybody on the highway, yeah. So there's no like trying to get off the express lane real quick, and there was nothing, none of that. So I was like, oh my god, no, 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 no! Like literally, like no, my tire, no. Like I'm almost at work, no, not now. No. And then um, and then I pull over and I'm boohoo crying on the phone with Sasha, mm. like I'm scared, like a baby, like I'm scared. Mm. Because there's no space like anyone you if you if you're from Miami you know like riding on the express lane there's nowhere to like pull off to like there's no yeah nowhere for your car Mm -hmm. so I'm literally on the side and people are going a hundred past me and I could feel like the wind from the car like touching the side of my car and I'm like like I feel every time my car like drives by me I feel it in my body and I'm like oh my god oh my god like literally I'm I'm terrified I'm terrified that's so scary I can't even open my car door like I that's how close I am to the wall like I can't even open the door so I'm like I can't open my right right door because I'm a that shit go get clocked off and then if I open my left door I can't so I'm just sitting there like oh my god what am I gonna do so I have triple A so I call them but um as I'm on the phone with them road rangers show up basically like we getting you off this highway this is very dangerous Dangerous. like we saw you on the camera we had to come get you so at this point, I'm like, oh my God, not that I'm affirming that this is hella dangerous because I felt like I was in danger. Yeah. So he took me off the highway and then ended up t- kind of taking me close to my job. So, um, you know, kind of like AAA takes a while. So I had to wait like, um, they were, they were saying that they were coming at like 730 and it was like six. So I called my job already at that point and they're thinking I called out. But at this point, I'm a like five minute walking distance from my job. So I'm like, I'm gonna just walk to work, leave my car here. When the tow people come, I'll come back out because I can't ride with the tow people anyway because of COVID. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna just have them tow it back to my car, to my house. So I'm like, okay, cool, it works out. So I just go to work. So at this point, I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here in, in this car, think about this shit. Like, let me just go make my money. 
So I go to work, and they're like, oh, my God. And then I was mad because I looked really cute that day. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> so it was like one of those days I was really, I was ready to get to work so I could, like, feel cute. And I got these new pants. <laughs> he was ready. I felt like they matched up the core. I was like, oh, my God, they look like my restaurant. <laughs> so, so I just felt cute. And it was funny because I got hella compliments that day. I was like, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank I need for that. affirming that. <laughs> so, it was just crazy. Like, I get to work, and they're like, oh, my God, we thought you called out. Like, they're just like, we thought you called out. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, we're just glad you're okay because that that sounds like a lot. Like, are you, mm-hmm. is your car okay? Oh, they were understanding. Yeah, they were hella cool. understanding. They're like, oh, you're here? Like, they were shocked that I came. I was only like 20 minutes late. So they mm-hmm. were just like, oh, like, hi. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me just finish a shift. So then I have my second job after that job. So at this point, I'm kind of like, how am I going to get there? So I already asked my friend. I'm like, can you just come get me and then take me home? And I, my mom is out of town. So I'm like, I could take her car to work. So I was like, okay, good. I'm probably going to be late to my second job too, but whatever. So I get home, get my mom's car, <laughs> and then um, I I go to work, and um, I, smoke a, I smoke a roach. <laughs> it's important to say it was <laughs> no, a very needed roach. No, very needed, very handshake. And then it was a really busy night at the restaurant. Like, it was a crazy, like, really, like, we had a lot of, like, angry people at the, like, stressful, traffic, a stressful yeah. night. So I was like, fuck, it was like my first real stressful ass night there. So I was like, ugh, it was a lot. So when I got home, I was like, okay, I need to smoke before I go to this next job and be stressed out there. Mm-hmm. So I go, I smoke, and then I go take my mom's car. Midway through, almost getting to work, realize my boots are in my other car because I'm so used to driving my car. Oh, my God. Like, oh, I never no. took them out. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, is this, is this a sign? Should I not go to work? <laughs> like, really, like, really, I felt like it. It just felt like something was like, don't go, don't go. But I have no more call outs there. So I'm like, if I don't go, I'm not, I'm getting fired. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of like, which one do I want more? Go make my money or what? So I'm like, I need to go make my money. Because that's my, my t- money. That's my go home with the money. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to go. So I turn around. I'm like, what? fuck man what's going on tonight <laughs> god damn so then i found out it was a retrograde my boo was like isn't it a retrograde i'm like no yes, fucking wonder so a is. retrograde ass day so oh then god, it really is though so then he um so then i go back home get my boots already annoyed as fuck go back to work so now i'm at work it's slow so now i'm like i done came here it's slow <laughs> what the <laughs> on a saturday like crazy to me like what the like the one Why day i come so i'm already annoyed but i'm making my little money just hustling mm-hmm. i'm like whatever so then I'm walking out of the bar at one point, and I trip at, on this thing that a bar back left, and uh, just poured this hot ass coffee, uh, it, like just poured it. So like it wasn't even like just sitting steaming, there, little, like hot, sitting hot. there, cause I I forgot it. So I went and was like, oh let me pour her coffee. Went back, that shit like toppled off my trays, burned the fuck out of my 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 right and my left boob. I'm screaming. I dropped my tray. There's hella beers on the floor. They're like, my money's on the floor. I'm crawling back into the bar. Like, ah. <laughs> like really crawling. And they're like, what happened? I'm like, oh my God. They're like, they thinking I got cut because my skin is off. And they're like, did you get cut? Did you get cut? The beer? The beer cut you? I'm like, no, I got burned. I got burned. And they're like, I'm like, ah. And you know, the, the feeling of just getting burned is crazy. Like, your skin just... Just ah, permeating it's just permeating your skin. It's so hot. Girl, I was really there like, oh my God, I can't. And my job, I'm just telling my homegirl, because my homegirl was in the bar. I'm just telling her about my crazy ass day. And she was like, girl, like, that is a crazy day. Like, so when that happened, she looked at me like, <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I was really like, what the like, fuck? Like, all we can do is apologize. Like, I'm just day. looking around. My manager happened to be right there. So he was just like, who left that shit in the hallway? Because I tripped. It was like negligence. Like, I tripped on something that one of the bar backs left. So I was mm. just like, oh my god like had to wipe up all the beer get beers again give it to the people 
And my, the girl was like, she came, she, she told the customers, like, y'all don't know what she was going to bring y'all to <laughs> Y'all better drink every Y'all better drink every, every like, Y'all better drop. tip her because she just went through a lot. No, so after I real. dropped them off, he was like, you can go home because, girl, I went to urgent care. I was in urgent care till 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Like, it was just like one of those Good. days. I was up from 5. I was up from that morning, but I was at work from 5 until it was like I worked basically a 12-hour shift. Yeah. And then it was like. A 12-hour shift from hell. Like, so much oh, shit happening oh in the 12 my, hours. Like, what a day. So, I was just like, God, what are you trying to tell me? Like, and this is already a job I've been wanting to, like, quit and move from. But it's kind of hard. It's like, I feel like I'm at the club. Like, I, I'm a dancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't leave. Like, every <laughs> night I say it's my last night. No, it's never you, my last no, night. No, and that's the thing I realized. <laughs> with, with, with me quitting my job, the universe going to push you out. They going to push you out. They and that shit felt like God was like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I told you not out. to come today. That's why I burnt your chest. I was like, what the fuck? No, that's rude. And that's oh. what it's like, I don't appreciate the, your life being put at risk. Like, that's like, I feel like that story was so long, but that's literally like, no, because it was my such life. a day. Such that's a day. So... And I feel like I've just been recovering from that day, like just in pain at night, like sleeping and just like, what the fuck? Like, like what? And then my tire. Oh my <laughs> I'm just so glad that you're safe and you were able to treat that. Yeah. And Oh my god, that's just so scary now. But it was in a definitely a weird headspace for a little minute, like, like, huh? Like, just felt overwhelmed by like everything, life. Like, like oh my god, like why is this all happening? Mm-hmm. Like, what is Today. it supposed to teach you? Like, please, like, please, I'm just trying to go to work. She's Make just trying to live in. <laughs> and then you looked cute, like you really set the tone for your day, and just really had what? to not align with you. And that's just not okay. I'm it so sorry sucked. you told you that. It really sucked. Like I was just ready for my little work day. I already knew I had a long ass night, but. It just, it was a lot, but we gonna save ourselves from those jobs anyway. No, so, and it's so. funny you say that because, and I guess this could be part of tea time, is that when I'm quitting my job, the days leading up to me doing it, mm-hmm. there was like three shootings, mm-hmm. <laughs> a girl ran in, running from her boyfriend. It was just, oh. it's just been a lot of situations where I've like, I've genuinely never felt my life actually being put at risk in a place that I'm working at. Um, and it just made me feel really uncomfortable and it almost felt like the like the like God and the universe were just sitting there cackling behind me. You're like, we done told you to leave. No, literally, so, we've been told you to get up out this bitch. It was almost like after COVID when we got back to our jobs, the energy just wasn't the same. Change. It shifted so much. Mm-hmm. And I just I realized luckily we're both in a space where we have control and more free range to leave these positions and find ones that more align with what we want to do. And yeah. we feel safe in mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, I need to feel safe in where I'm working and I do not. At no, the literally. Mm-hmm. So and how have you been getting rest? I have not been getting rest. I don't know what's God, going on. Virgo Moon, girl. Girl, Virgo <laughs> Moon be getting home, and it's like, all of a sudden, I'm like, bing, change your calendar. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, what are you going to watch right now? Oh, my God, Attack of Titan episode just dropped. You got to watch it before you go to bed. And, like, <laughs> and that be, like, your moment of just therapy, <sighs> though, because. It is, but it's, like, I just, it kind of pisses me off how I'm leaving my job so late, and then there's, like, this random burst of energy when it's, like, as I'm driving home, I'm so exhausted. And then once I take a shower, and I'm like, Beow. something about that. There's something about that. It's so it's so frustrating. <laughs> it, happens, it really is because sure. now it's like, oh, I blink is three a.m. and I have to get up <laughs> for class. Or when or, you're like me and you work till three a.m. and you come home, you have a minute of watching TV. It's six a.m. <laughs> I'll be like, no, <laughs> it's the morning. I forgot I got up at four. <laughs> no, <laughs> that shit's the worst. I don't like it. That's the thing is, I'm realizing like once again, I'm having this lesson of not tending to my sleep affects yeah. my mood, and mm-hmm. I've been waking up mad cranky. Like I, I need a moment before I even walk into the lab to say hi to anybody, and I'm just like, look, it wasn't you. 
okay? I think you're a really great, sweet person. <laughs> I'm just really tired, okay? Like, I didn't mean to ignore you. Like, I just, and then even with my, like, when I've been seeing my parents, like, I remember my mom asked me something right in the morning. I just remember looking at her. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that right now. And her being like, well, damn. Right. <laughs> and it's because I'm so exhausted. It's not and me. having to tend to your parents' inquiries. Like, I don't want to talk. And I really didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, I hate And they ask a million questions. <laughs> I didn't even take my freaking bonnet off. Like, I didn't even wash my face. Why is he asking all these questions? Well, I haven't seen Bonnet Lauren in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> She's been here, very retainers in the bonnet and <laughs> watching her anime. <laughs> Um, but yeah, my tea time is just I've been tired and my diet been trash, y'all. My brother been buying honey buns mm. and then he been hiding it. Like <laughs> I, I go to eat my pop cereal. <laughs> I go to get my pop cereal. I see a little corner with Doritos and honey buns. I said, Who is this? Cause I'm happy. Well, he, he noticed you ate him. He said, Oh hell, not even going in my room. <laughs> no, but it's like it's crazy when Sylvie's do that because let's not forget when you use when my you lotion and <laughs> my stuff. That's one thing I miss about my brother not being home anymore. Like those little things. Like I eat my little brother's snacks for sure. But like <laughs> I realize I'm not even like a junk food person. Like I have mm. to definitely be like high and it has to be late yeah. for me to be like, mm, honey bun. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's the fact that it's honey like, <laughs> a little bite like like I have to like really be in the mood but like mm. it be there but it's like my brother used to have him fire snacks like I used mm. to be like mm, let me get some of that that's why it's like sibling snacks just hit different <laughs> <laughs> like let me get let some let me get some of that it'd be better because it's theirs no I've been horrible like I've been eating so that's why I'm like so happy to not be at my job because I, I could just fix my eating pattern and I just realized that I cannot do intermittent intermittent fasting anymore because yeah. i'm having these moments like just the other day i was at school and because i had oh my god i didn't even mention this but i had my lecture mm-hmm. and there was so much built-up energy and anxiety leading up to the lecture mm-hmm. that i didn't eat nothing and it was like i'm at school and i damn near come out the lab like, and i'm about to pass hurting. out <laughs> i'm about to pass out they're looking at me like are you okay am i i'm around all these chemicals that i'm printing so it's like that and this like yeah, empty stomach and now me finally relaxing was just like oh my gosh but I did, I'm going to do a little shout out. I did do a lecture for the art club at Louisiana yes, State. how did that go? It went really great. It's so crazy how anxiety is such a bitch because the way I was having nightmares, I was having nightmares about my Wi-Fi going <laughs> I'm out. i about your own work. Like, what the fuck? How hard can that be? I, I had nightmares about my Wi-Fi going out, people verbally attacking me, my dog barking. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. That, that's ugly. <laughs> like, actually, like a little Kanye moment, like, let me cut you off, Lauren. I think your work is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> It's funny how anxiety's like that though. It is. It's such. It's you so think annoying. Of the worst. Like you think of nothing of the best the happening. Worst. You think of just and just <laughs> the, the exactly and just the fact that of me like I usually just get so nervous doing things that I've never done before and like I it kind of also was a good challenge because I want to teach college at some point so yeah. it was like all right like that's something I want to do later on in my artistic so career. It was a nice little like a little trial. Awesome, <laughs> but it was just this idea of I have to talk for thirty minutes and you guys are just gonna sit here and listen over the computer. And it's funny, y'all, because I wrote a little outline of what I'm going to say. And it's like almost God said, girl, I love your planning, but you know yourself better than you. Because mid-talking, the paper falls. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) So I really just had to go off me and just was just completely me. And like, I think in that moment, the passion in my voice just like jumped out. And I remember feeling like, all right, that's it. Because I'm starting to get real rambly. And being like, yeah, that's it. And (laughs) when they opened the floor for questions, I was like... Because there's professors in here. It's like a mixture of people. And the first person to ask the question was a professor. And it was a really good question. But I remember having to really, like, take think, a moment and yeah. think about it and wanting to really answer it Those to my best, best questions, ability. Though. And I was And I was just asking. Like, I was 
I asked her if she was able to help in some way. And she was like, yeah, I really appreciate it. And I really loved your talk. And like hearing that was like, oh, wow, like this is something. Like, I was on a panel. I was on a panel. <laughs> yeah, like you, you guys literally signed in just to listen to me talk um, about myself. And I really appreciate it. It was really That's cool. So cool. And I got, and then even the girl hit me up later and she was like, wow, people really loved your work. They want to see more and they just enjoyed it. And I was like, happy Black History Month, goddammit. <laughs> I love that. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. See, sometimes the sleep deprivation be so worth it. It be so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the little things you just But I almost done. damn near passed out when it was over because I did not eat and I was so damn nervous. So we're going to make sure you sleep good tonight. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. trying to take me out and she didn't want to get me. I know, you know. But I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Yes. And y'all better. I hope you guys got a little, are thinking about just like your relationships and your intimacy, what that means to you guys. And just let Mm. us know how you feel. Set your boundaries, y'all. Right. Set your boundaries. Boundaries are important. It's so important. If you guys want to send us any like little funny stories about your love life or how dating at a panini has been for you, (laughs) you can definitely email us at datlawpodcast. It's D-A-T law podcast at gmail.com we live baby email us we're excited excited. happy black history month y'all yes (laughs) my sisters and my brothers (laughs) y'all have a good one and we out just like you i get lonely baby i could really get to know you take my time and show you don't tell anybody what we do place where I'll be face to face just you and me with no rules just like you I get lonely too